Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his grand circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, I'm sitting outside on my back patio this afternoon and I'm recording this podcast. You'll hear some background noises, birds, planes, whatever other things are going on. When I first did my uh, podcast in February, where I was celebrating 10 years of doing a podcast, I was like, I don't know where the world is going to take me next. I don't know what's going to happen with my podcast. And yeah, sure, there was things happening in China with this COVID-19, but it was unclear what impact that would have on the rest of the world. It looked like maybe it was contained, maybe things were slightly controlled, uh, things were going a certain direction. So it didn't seem like it was such a threat at that point in time. Now, as time crept along, it seemed like more and more of a threat and things are happening. We are in a position as a very wealthy, industrialized nation that we should have been in a good position to be prepared for that. And for whatever reason, we weren't. I have my own personal views on all of this stuff and what happened, but I don't want to get into that here. That's not what this is about. Uh, The fact is that we weren't as prepared. We wound up having or still have the largest number of cases and deaths per capita in the world, which is kind of sad for a country of this size and this wealth and this medical system that we have here, this healthcare system we have. It just seems kind of odd that we would be in this point, but we are. And when it was coming closer and we saw that, you know, saw that, Uh, the virus creeping around and making its way around the country, it seemed clear that Disney was going to have to close at some point for a period of time, or at least restrict access or something. And so when they closed their doors at Disneyland and Disney World back in March, you kind of had that feeling, yeah, this could go on for a while, but maybe it'll be, you know, we can be optimistic and say it'll be a month or so. And, you know, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Now, it's been a couple of months, and we're still waiting it out to see what happens. Disney has made some decisions that, you know, I question a little bit in the similar sense to the way I have broader views about what's happening uh, outside of uh, the Disney parks and what's happening in the nation. But I kind of have to look at those and go, yeah, they made decisions that were in their own corporate best interests. I get it. Um, so it's kind of a weird thing. I have this, this sort of mixed emotion about where we are right now. When I set out to do this podcast in the first place, what I was thinking was I wanted to do something fun that was sort of a retrospective on fun things about Disney, especially historical things, things of interest, stories that I had to tell, fun facts about Disney that I could turn into a podcast. And I did a lot of that. And then I started adding some news segments and some other current events segments and started talking about things that I was doing anytime I'd visit. A lot of fun things to do there. And when we got to the point of the park actually closing, I was like, well, what do I want to do exactly? Because, you know, Disney is very personal to me. I, I find, I feel very strongly about uh, Disney World, having grown up in Florida and having gone there so many times, and then having taken a job as a cast member. It was just very special, right? It has that special, uh, I have a special connection to it. Many people do. I'm, I, I'm one of them. But it's kind of interesting how I, how I feel about it. 
And so what I thought was when I first when they first closed, I'd do a weekly podcast where I'd focus on some fun aspect, maybe play some music, give you that little Disney touch, that little taste. I'd get a little taste of it. I'd feel a little better. Maybe you would too. And that was my plan. But then as it lingered on a little longer, I started getting caught up in the news, just like everyone else does. I started uh, being a little, I'll use the word obsessive, though it wasn't quite that far, uh, talking about what Disney was doing and how they were going to reopen and what their plans were. We don't know what their plans are, but as much as I could find out. There was some things that were reported in the news that I questioned a little bit that didn't seem quite accurate, but I tried my best to try to you know, be fact-based on what I was talking about and quell some of these things. You know, hey, somebody said so-and-so, and I want to try to fix that because it's not quite accurate. It's a little optimistic. People are being optimistic. And so here we are. We're looking ahead, and we say, okay, so um, Disneyland probably at this point will stay closed through 2021. I don't think there's much they can do about that because the state of California has its own rules and things they're doing, and Disneyland is in a unique position because of where it's located in a densely populated area that... Um, it's unlikely they're going to be open before 2021. It could happen. You know, something could happen sooner than that. Now, as far as Disney World, I'm looking ahead and I'm thinking, you know, I was a little bit optimistic on my last podcast and saying that probably they'd be open in, you know, or at least talking about it in August. I'm thinking it's a little bit later than that. Um, they may actually open some things, some activities have, you know, something that they'll call maybe limited time magic or something, you know, give it some name, where they'll allow a certain number of people to come to the resort maybe stay in the hotels or the DVC properties, have some event that they can do, something that they can experience. But I highly doubt that they'd open the theme parks. It just doesn't seem likely. I don't think they'd even consider opening the theme parks until sometime in October. And when they do, it will not be a full opening and it won't be the same experience that we're used to. It, it just won't, period. Um, there's a lot of things that are going to change. So I, was, I started talking about a lot of those things and I was kind of interested in continuing on that thought. But as I became more obsessive, it became a little more daunting. You know, I realized that this personal nature of it was affecting me personally, that it was making me, I'll use the word sad, though that's not quite the right term, I guess. It's, it's somewhere in that range of sad, annoyed, I don't know, disappointed, maybe. And, you know, I'm thinking about it, here I am, you know, I'm living, you know, first world problems, right? You know, I'm, I'm sad because I can't go to Disney World, the happiest place on earth. And then, as I was thinking through what I was going to do with my podcast and how I was going to continue it, I was thinking about some of the things that were happening uh, outside of uh, Disney World and outside of the Disney's uh, ecosystem where you start thinking about the world itself. And you think about people deciding that this whole coronavirus, this COVID-19 is a hoax or that they don't trust the science of it or that we just we, we can accept deaths as long as the economy is open. All those things just trouble me. They, they bother me rather a lot. I understand where people are coming from in general especially with the uh, you know, wanting to open the economy, but it still bothers me. So I kind of look at it and I go, okay, and then you have the, the um, confrontations. People are saying you have to wear a mask and st stay six feet apart, and some people are saying I'm not doing that. It's my constitutional right to not do that. And they get into physical alter altercations with other people or the police, and I'm like, why? And then you have um, armed people armed with assault rifles coming to, um, to capitals around the country saying we want our, we want our state back and you know, being, just being threatening, and you go, What's the point of that? What, what purpose does that serve? You know, you're not doing anything positive here. You're just, I don't know, you know, whatever. So those kinds of things just weigh on you very heavily. You know, I look at the news and I go, wow, it's really tough to take in some way. And we're looking at it as how do we get back to the happiest place on earth? Then um, kind of the, the, the moment for me came a couple days ago when I went and uh, I volunteered at a food bank. So what they have is there's a number of food banks around South Florida 
that are opened up and they're delivering food to uh, these, basically to these large areas like a park. So we were in a park actually doing this. And we took all the food that came on these trucks and literally there were tons of food that came. There was pallets and pallets in large, you know, 18-wheeler trucks that came up that they were unloading and uh, putting down there. And we were loading bags and uh, we put the bags in people's cars. And they drove in, they opened their trunk, we put the bags in their cars, have a nice day, and they're being fed. And as I'm talking to people there, I'm realizing this has been going on for about a month. They've been giving people food um, at various parks around, various places around. And you go, how does it happen that people don't have food over the course of that month? Because they've lost their jobs, they're working for minimum wage. All of these things that happen that are unfortunate and these you know people can't even feed themselves or their families. And it just put it in perspective for me that Disney doesn't matter today. Um, maybe someday they'll be out back up and running and it'll matter to me again, but today it doesn't matter. So what I'm saying is, where I'm going with this, is that I'm going to pause my podcast for a while. I can't keep the positive attitude. I can't keep talking about the good stuff that, that's going on. I can't keep obsessing about what the details of whether they're going to open, fighting amongst ourselves about this means that, or you can use that, that tea leaf to decide that they're meaning this, or Universal said this, so it's going to be Disney too, or the state trying to dictate what they're going to do. It's their business. How they run their business, I, I can't control. So what I want to control are the things that I can. I want to spend time with my family more. Uh, not that I haven't been, but you know, stop obsessing about things with Disney and just spend time with my family. Think about fun things that we can do as a family. Uh, to spend time um, maybe volunteering some more. I want to do more of that. That was a tremendous thing to do. It was very um, emotionally engaging for me. And I, if you have an opportunity to do that in your home, I highly recommend it. Um, it's a great thing to help somebody else and feel good about that. Look, I'm not looking for any glory out of this. I just realized that it was time to help somebody. And uh, so, I, so I did. And it was, um, it was a really nice thing to do. And I need to do more of it. And so that's where I want to spend a little bit of my free time. Um, if there's an opportunity to do that, I want to go back and do it some more because it's the right thing to do. You know, people need help. I can provide that help, so I, I want to. Um, and then I may get into some other things. I may do some things like um, I might do another podcast about another topic that I'm passionate about right now. As I said at the outset, I have some very strong opinions. I may talk about that, or I may just do something where uh, I'm talking about positivity in the world um, for a little while, just because I need that in my life, and I want to share that with other people. So I may do that. Not sure. Um, I may work on some other things, some other activities that are fun for me, just some things to, to keep it interesting. I don't want to fixate on Disney, and I don't want to focus on Disney for a little while here. I want to just take a break from it. So like I said, this is a pause. This is not, I'm, I'm not stopping this podcast. I'm just taking a break. I'm going to take a break for a while. I don't know if it's going to be a week, a month, six months. I don't know. At some point when I come back, I want to return to my own roots and start talking about some more of the historical things that make Disney World, Disney World, or Disney, Disney, um, and talk about some of those things that make it fun. Clearly, when Disney World reopens, it's going to be a different place. I don't think there's any doubt that it's going to be different. I mean, from personal transportation, how do you get around on a bus, a boat, a monorail, a Skyliner? How do you, how do you wear a mask all the time? What do you, what do, you do? How do you six, separate six feet? How do you stand in a queue? All of those things are questions that Disney has to am answer. Um, plus, of course, they have limited cast members that are available to come back to work today because, you know, they furloughed them. So they may have gone, I've heard this story, that some of them have left and gone to live with family because it's cheaper than trying to have an apartment um, on their own when they're not making any money. So there's some 
interesting twists and turns ahead. They don't have anybody in the pipeline from the international program, and they don't have anybody in the pipeline for college program today. That could change tomorrow, but um, right now that's, you know, that's a gap for them, so they don't have enough cast members to staff it anyway when they do get back up and running. So um, we'll see. You know, there's a lot of questions that they, that they rightly have, and there's a lot of things that still have to happen to decide if they, when they can reopen. I was about to say if, but then I corrected myself. It's more of a when. They will reopen, but it's more of a question of how are they going to reopen and what are they going to do. So they may open up and have these limited time magic things and do some fun things, and that's terrific for the people who want to partake of that for now and get that feeling, that emotional connection to Disney for now. That's terrific. If, if they do open it and you can, good for you. But I, you know, it's going to be limited numbers of people and limited uh, availability of things. And you know, I don't think the theme parks themselves are going to reopen for a long period of time. They may open certain attractions or things within the theme parks, but um, I just don't see them opening it again for a while. You know, this, um, this virus, you don't know how long it's going to last for. You don't know if it's going to have a second wave. You don't know if there's going to be a vaccine developed. You don't know if it's gonna, what's going to happen. So, you know, Disney really has a lot of, um, a lot of work ahead of itself to figure out what to do. And, uh, you know, I, I wish them luck. You know, I, I hope that it works out. I hope I can go back to enjoying it similar to the way I did before. But for the short term, you know, I, I don't want to just fixate on it. It's, it doesn't feel right. It's so personal to me and so emotionally tying that I just can't focus on that positive part. It seemed fine when it was the first four weeks, five weeks, and then it started to slip from there. And um, now it's now that it's so uncertain, I think it's time to just step away for a little while. So I'm sorry to say I'm going to take a break from my podcast and um, just leave me, you know, you can leave my podcast in your queue. When I do create a new podcast, it'll show up in the queue. Um, you know, hopefully it won't be too long before I create another one. I'll have some ideas and things I want to do, uh, and I'll, I'll put it out there. But for now, I'm going to take a pause and uh, just take a break. So I'm going to leave you with the um, Country Bear uh, end song, just because I think it's, uh, it's kind of fun. And um, I hope you enjoy that. What do you say, Sammy? I say, y'all come back. Yeah, thank you for joining us today, folks. Please gather your belongings and bear to the right. And that is my podcast for this week. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading 
one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. 